0: Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your host Tim
1: and Shannon.
0: It's opinion, fact, information, and your alert system. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. And welcome to Right Spokane Perspective on this Tuesday episode. We are going to be talking about a number of topics today, caucuses that are be going to be coming up here this Saturday. So if you want to be involved in your local party and delegates to go to Spokane County Convention, later on State Convention, and then National Convention, we're talking about not just the presidential primary and caucuses, but also how you're... Republican Party moves forward. So we'll bring that up here in just a moment after inspiration.
1: Our inspiration today is, is you know what? I'm nobody. Who are you? In a poem that begins, I'm nobody. Who are you? Emily Dickinson playfully challenges all the effort people tend to put into being somebody, advocating instead for the joyful freedom of blissful anonymity. For how dreary to be somebody, how public like a frog to tell one's name the live long june to an admiring bog finding freedom in letting go of the need to be somebody in some ways echoes the testimony of the apostle paul before he met christ paul had a lifelong list of seemingly impressive religious credentials apparent reasons to put confidence in the flesh but entering jesus changed everything when paul saw how hollow. His religious achievements were, in light of Christ's sacrificial love, he confessed, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowledge, Christ Jesus my Lord. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. His only remaining ambition was to know Christ, the power of his resurrection and participation of his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. It's dreary indeed to attempt on our own to become somebody, but to know Jesus, to lose ourselves in his self-giving love and life, is to find ourselves again, finally free and whole. Heavenly Father, thank you that we don't need to try to be somebody to be loved and accepted by you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Well, amen. I. I think that Dickinson's example of the frog touting basically its self-importance to the bog, the ecosystem, the environment required for the survival of the frog is is where we find so much of our culture today. I think not just the vanity and the narcissism, but it just, I mean, just the pure self-importance of an individual over the surrounding community and in place of religion here. You look at the self-importance of a Christian versus the Savior, I think we have to start serving something bigger than ourselves, and we shouldn't just be serving our own needs, desires, and wants. We have to look at what those things do to the surrounding community and start focusing on what maybe our neighbor's needs are. That being said, caucuses are coming up, and I think there's going to be a lack of representation no matter what we do at the caucuses because so many people have— lost interest because of all the political narratives and all the negativity in the media. But in reality, somebody's got to step up and represent the neighborhood. You don't want to just send elected officials to DC or to Olympia to be your only source of representation, which is why we have local representation through precinct committee officers. So folks, if you're a PCO, You've probably already heard about it, but did your neighbors hear that they can be involved in caucuses? They just need to be a registered voter, live in the neighborhood, and they can be involved in the caucus process. And you can find more information about that uh, on the website for the Republican Party is Spokane GOP.com. You can also find out what precinct you're in there. Another way to find out what precinct you live in is you can go to the county Spokane County website, go to the auditor's office, go to the elections tab, just do the search precinct maps and the precinct maps for Spokane County will pop up. You can zoom in and look for the location that you reside in. And then that is the caucus precinct number that you'll be using when you find out where you got to go. So it's spokanegop.com to go to the Republican caucuses And I don't know the website for the other party. I know Spokane com is for the Republicans. I I don't know what the Democrats website. It's probably destroyamerica.delusional. I don't know. But, (laughs) (laughs) you you know, the Internet, if you're a Democrat, just look it up, and uh, you can go to their caucuses. Maybe you can change some of their platform to uh, make sense if you're in that political party.
1: If they're a Democrat, I'm pretty sure they're not listening.
0: Well, in the caucuses, over the last few years – that, that I've been involved were, were pretty interesting. There was a lot of folks that had never attended a caucus at some of these events and they, you know, not knowing the political process, got to learn the political process. And really the former president, Donald Trump really got a lot of independence and people that were not previously involved in politics. He got them because of his uh, style. He got them involved in looking at government and how it works. And, we have so much media that pays no attention to really local issues it's it's so national all we've lost a lot of the local shows like our show i think is one of the few local shows that looks at local city government local municipal government and focuses on how the state laws and state governments affecting us i don't know of a whole lot of other shows that are doing that so everyone's getting bombarded from all sorts of media about the federal stage about the presidency to where most people think the presidency is the most powerful position in the country when really most of the power was supposed to reside in the Congress. They were, you know, co-equal branches of government, but really the, the power of the purse, you know, budgets, spending, the power of, you know, printing money, basically coining our money. That was all In the Congress, writing the laws, it was just the executive branch to execute those laws. And so this is an opportunity to be involved in the political process again. That's this Saturday. The events start at these locations at 10 in the morning, but you want to show up early. So again, Spokane find your precinct number, find out where your caucus location is, I believe this year they're doing all what they call pooled caucuses, for the most part. And so the location of those caucuses are on the Spokane GOP website. Some of them are, I think, community buildings, church buildings, things like that. They start at 10 a.m. The process starts then, so you want to get there at least a half hour early, so 9:30 in the morning. And I believe the check-in at all these locations will begin at 9 a.m. this Saturday. So if you want to go and support your Favorite uh, candidate for president. Those caucus locations is where you'll go if you want to be involved in that process.
1: I do know that you can expect to go ahead and be taking a look at some some proposed platform revisions. Um, it looks like the last time the platform was revised was in 2014. So that will be going on as well.
0: Every citizen can be involved in that. You can go and at these caucuses you can present platform changes. So the Spokane Republican Party platforms for the county is on their website, spokanegop.com, and you can look at the platform and where there's revisions made. You can make suggestions on those revisions, and you'll see how the grassroots-level citizenry can be involved in the political party process of their platforms. And I know that over the years, a number of things have gotten changed, partially because times have changed, there was laws that uh, negatively affected parts of our governance, and therefore the platform had to be changed to reflect what the political party should focus on. And the 2014 Spokane County Republican Party platform was actually used by other counties in the United States because they saw how good our platform was. So thinking about the caucuses and being involved in your local government, state government, local party... We want to make sure that Washington stops becoming California because we keep on doing things that California is doing. We're tr- it's like Washington government is trying to compete for the level of stupidity uh, between states. So California's got all these crazy laws coming into effect. I know we've got some laws coming into Effect Here in Washington state across a variety of issues uh, like testing marijuana, the gun buying process has longer waiting periods, different waiting periods. There's hospital staffing laws taking effect in Washington issues uh, around voting rights, which is expanding voting to where they probably can't even track if they're a citizen or not voting here in Washington. Uh, Other law having to do with street racing so they can deal with the street racing issue that they're seeing happen where people get these hot cars and they all think that they're in some kind of Fast and Furious movie causing lots of damage to the public property as well as, you know, taking lives, people dying in high speed accidents. And so uh, another law taking effect here in Washington state is that newspapers will be tax exempt. So your newsprint media, those who buy ink by the barrel will be getting some tax exemptions. But there's some really crazy laws happening in California that I think we're going to see creep into Washington unless we definitely get involved in the political process and tell elected officials that we're not interested in California because California has a state budget that is enormous and just the deficit in their state budget is almost the entirety of our state budget of 70 billion dollars I think California was uh, 68 billion dollars in a deficit budget and they're looking at spending more and where are they spending that money Shannon?
1: Well, it looks like it will be free taxpayer funded health care services to illegal immigrants yeah, starting the, January 1st, 2024.
0: I think the estimate was that they would extend health care coverage to illegal immigrants to the tune of about 700,000 people That's correct. in the state of California illegally in the country. It's, it's pretty insane, but we actually have some of that already in Washington state. Because of the government funded health care programs that we have here, there is non-residents that are gaining access and using taxpayer funded health care resources already in our state.
1: But that's not all. To add insult to injury, California Democrats are using $60 million in state taxpayer funds to hire free lawyers that illegal immigrants can use to sue the California government as well as fight deportation.
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Using taxpayer-funded resources to sue the government to gain access to taxpayer-funded services even though you're illegally residing in the country. Mm-hmm. Well, there'll be some attorneys that really want to take advantage. I wonder if the attorney has to be a resident in the country, if they have to, you know, pass their state bar and all that, or if they're going to allow illegal aliens to to become lawyers too, because there is a movement, and I don't remember if it was in California or the state of New York, but there are municipal governments now that are bypassing. The residency requirement, like citizen requirement to be in law enforcement, it's my understanding that they are now allowing illegal immigrants to file to become law enforcement. And they're looking to put that into place for our military. So well, we're we're going to crazy places. How
1: did you know law enforcement was going to be number two? Now, I know our listeners are really confused, but th- we're talking about the top five worst new laws in California for 2024. And the reason why is because Washington is always in in, in competition with California. So it's we which, we want to be on the lookout for these types of things coming to our Washington legislature right. we're, because we're still, we know that y- they just went into session yesterday.
0: They just went into session. Well, and we're trying to figure out, you know, in the dumb and dumber category of states, which is Washington, which is California, which is dumb and which is dumber.
1: So we'll go back to number two. They are going to be making the job of fo- police officers harder in California. Starting January 1st, police officers across California will no longer be able to ask, do you know why I pulled you over? That's because AB 2773 required police officers to state the purpose of a traffic or pedestrian stop before asking any other questions. And if a cop does not comply with this new law, they are the ones that get in trouble.
0: Well, and they're already, you know, sanctuary state, like Washington, a sanctuary state. Many of their municipal governments are sanctuary cities and counties, so they can't ask for their papers. So asking for their ID would also possibly be asking for uh, residency. And so I don't know that law law enforcement can even technically ask for that.
1: Maybe not. Number three on the list creates a more toxic workplace under SB 497, any disgruntled employee will be assumed to be a victim of retaliation, and the employer has very little chance of protecting itself from false retaliation
0: claims. Wow, that's that's interesting. And I heard about uh, some other laws that aren't even in these top five so far. California is crazy. It's my understanding that they have uh, not just. You know, the illegal alien issue and and having them become government employees and getting health care and all the stuff that really makes our federal government's job difficult, enforcing our immigration laws. And, of course, we're, I think, the only country in the world that is allowing just millions of people to come in the country. I think we're at, like, somewhere, depending on what source you look at, somewhere between 7 and, like, 11 million people okay, that's like the whole population of Washington state plus some that came into the country illegally just in the last three years. So it's going to be a significant challenge moving forward how our federal government and, of course, state governments are going to be dealing with that. And, of course, state governments, if they are providing health care, if they are providing employment, government jobs to people that are here illegally, it's going to be interesting to see the feds and the states fight over how they're going to uh, handle much of this illegal immigration. And of course, we know that we are getting a lot of people. When you see the videos of the migrants crossing, we're getting lots of people from all over the world. This isn't an issue of race or ethnicity. This is an issue of do we have a country or do we not have a country? If our borders are open and welfare benefits are open to the world, our states and our federal government will be bankrupt in a very short order. So looking at, at California, what's some of the other crazy laws? I, I heard of a law that if you own a toy store, you have to have a gender neutral section in the toy store.
1: A gender neutral section.
0: In the toy store. Uh, and
1: for babies too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It actually covers, is there a coverage on that in the article you're looking at?
1: Uh, No.
0: And that's the top five worst. I mean, what if we were looking at the top 20 worst? So that was one of the things I heard is that the state government will be enforcing a gender neutral toy section in any store, you know, your Walmart, your Targets or a toy store. And it's just not gender neutral toys like, you know, you got the army men or you got the the pink dolls or whatever. No, you got to have it's not just the, the, the little kid toys. It's the infant toys as well. That and I don't even know what the bureaucracy is going to come up with when it comes to guidelines on how they do this. Because as, as we all know, the state law passes. It's put into the hands of a government agency to write regulations around it. So who knows what the regulations are going to be. But obviously there's going to be stores that just take out their toy section because they don't want to deal with more state government in their business. And of course we'll see more businesses leaving. And the other law I saw, I think, pass in California that might not be on this list is a $20 an hour minimum wage for any national chain. So you're going to have these national chains that either fold up and leave, or it's it's all going to be automated as far as ordering And maybe even some of the process will be automated so they don't have to have the employees.
1: Well, it's going to be automated because one of the other new laws that take effect, uh, the law prohibits employers from firing or taking any corrective action against workers for failing drug tests. This will put employers in a darned if you do and darned if you don't situation as drug use by an employee could be cited in lawsuits to establish negligence in any cases of accidents or injuries. And in California, drug addicts have more rights than the job creators. So that those automated systems are on their way.
0: Yeah, well, and there's obviously industries that are exempt from that that are federally regulated, that obviously drug testing is important for construction industries, you know, numerous jobs, and they're going to be, the state's going to be saying, and they're probably going to be really close on the border of where federal regulators say you must drug test for a certain industry.
1: Well, I think we just figured out how all these new laws are getting passed.
0: Well, because we don't drug test. Because there's
1: no drug testing.
0: We don't drug test we for the should. government. For the government, the bureaucrats. Well, nobody. The bureaucrats should be drug tested. I think the people writing the regulations should be drug tested, but I think that should be part of the election process too. I think that people running for public office should get drug tested.
1: Oh, I think so. I have, teachers have to be drug tested. Just saying.
0: Teachers have to be drug tested.
1: Teachers have to be drug tested. Oh, I didn't know that. Absolutely.
0: I mean, obviously, why not? I mean, they're talking about welfare too while they're at it.
1: Number four on the list is taking away parents' rights. Uh, Newsom and state Democrats also passed AB-665, which makes it easier for children as young as 12 to be taken away from their parents. Existing state law required that a child could only be removed and emancipated if a licensed therapist or health professional determined that abuse or neglect was occurring that posed a threat to the child in the parent's home and the child was mature enough to govern their own affairs
0: well of course I mean if the child's being abused that's the reason why we have laws and protection of of individual rights is is that if there's a victim there's a criminal and if the criminal happens to be the parents it's of course it's the you know the law enforcement's job to step in if somebody's being abused but what is abuse constitute I mean if you take away the kids video games is that abuse
1: This AB-665 actually removes any need to show abuse, neglect, or threat and allows an intern or a trainee to make the decision.
0: Well, that's going to be a huge growth in government for California because they're going to have a whole lot of kids that don't want to follow the rules, don't want to go to school, don't want to clean their room. Where are those kids going to live?
1: Well, they're not going to live in foster families, apparently, because it also mandates that foster families be required to demonstrate their commitment to support gender surgeries and therapies for minor children, or they will lose their ability to be a foster parent.
0: Okay, so that's going to cause a whole lot more chaos for the state and the taxpayers and the foster care system. Now, folks, this all this stuff is probably coming to Washington, So get prepared to stand up and tell lawmakers that they better not do it because the future is not very bright if they start doing these dumb things. And folks, look at the foster care system. It's in trouble. People are starting to speak out. It's in trouble. And if they go down this road of the uh, radical sexualization of children and and issues uh, like that with children, much of the foster care systems in our country – including in California and definitely in in Washington state, a lot of your foster care families are religious folks, Catholic, Christian, you know, evangelical. And I don't think the state government's going to be able to find a place for all those children to live once those parents, those foster uh, parents and small privately run foster care facilities tell the government, look, we're not going to allow this agenda to be pushed on these kids. We're supposed to look out for the well-being of children, not the biological destruction of children. So I think there's going to be significant problems for these state governments once they implement these things and really roll them out because there'll be a lot of foster placement possibilities in a lot of homes disappear. And then where would the children go?
1: Your guess is as good as mine. Where's the 85,000 missing kids?
0: Oh yeah, we still want to know where that is. Yeah, the, the, the children that were immigrated that supposedly the immigration services had figured out where they were going to place them and now they have no idea where 85,000 children is. And I, I don't know that that's ever been resolved. I know that a year or so ago Congress approached that issue and I don't think there was ever reasoning or evidence that was shown that the government had tracked down where all those children went.
1: I think they're still looking or still trying to sweep it under the rug. Going back to gender neutral toys issue, I did find that. And yes, the law requires uh, retail stores in California to offer a gender neutral section for children. Stores that do not comply with the law will be liable for a civil penalty not to exceed $250 for the first violation, 500 for any after that.
0: So, And that's really weird for the legislature to put some of those things in place as far as the specifics, because $250 per violation is that per violation that, you know, the agency comes up with got to have a toy that is traditionally boy or traditionally girl be gender neutral. So you need, I don't know, a toy truck that's not black or pink. It has to be, I don't know, covered with the rainbow flag. I'm not sure how how they're going to enforce that. So is each toy that they don't have that the agency says they have to have, if it's not there? Because I'm thinking, who is the toy makers that are going to be making tons of profit on these because I I don't think they're going to sell as well as the traditional toys. So if you're out of stock on a specific gender neutral toy item, it's a $250 fine. And if there's a whole series of toys that the agency comes up with that you have to have each toy that you don't have in inventory, it's going to be a fine. Could be. I can just see this in California. And you know this is coming to Washington because we are going down that path of gender-confusing as many children as we can as taxpayers because that's what the state's using our taxes for in education and in any system that works with children. So, so we're just going to look at a future where you're going to have two officers driving down the road, and it's going to be Frank and George, not necessarily men, right, of course, because you can't make that assumption. And Frank and George are going to be driving down the road, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, the drug dealer's on this regular corner over there. That's uh, Yeah, that's Joe. Yeah, the the regular drug dealer, fentanyl, for everyone. And you just keep cruising down the road and you, oh, look, there's somebody overdosing on drugs. Okay, hit them up with some Narcan and cruise down the road a little further. Oh, look, somebody's speeding and going through a red light. Oh, they don't have a license plate. Nah, ignore that. We got to enforce real laws. We got to go to the toy store to find them for not having some weird, odd toy that no one wants. That's the future of enforcement. Our state government's Unreal.
1: Unreal. You pink pink Legos work just as well as blue Legos. I'm just going to say they're all mixed up in the same box. Well, I thought the Legos were
0: all different colors. They
1: are. They did implement a new state mushroom. It deems the golden chanterelle as California's official state mushroom.
0: They got a, a mushroom.
1: Double vision.
0: Double vision. Now, now, is that the kind of mushrooms that make you see weird things? Or is it just a mushroom?
1: Uh, it's the state mushroom. That's all I can tell you. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, we're looking at both states that we're going to have instead of whatever is on the current flag now, whether it's a bear or Washington's head, they're going to change the flag because uh, the new motto is going to be a hypodermic needle because obviously the lawmakers are injecting something and it's not just bad laws into our communities and the effects of those bad laws. So it's time to get involved That's why Saturday you have this opportunity to get involved. Remember, it's not just about the president. We can argue. Everybody's got their own, you know, desire to have a a different presidential candidate. Just know it doesn't matter which one you pick. The mainstream media, while basically the Democrat Party, or I repeat myself, the mainstream media is going to be demonizing all of these people. They're all going to be... Yeah, it's it's even all over the mainstream media already that, you know, Donald Trump is the new Nazi. He is Adolf Hitler it, reincarnate, and that's what they're going to do with regardless of who gets nominated to be a presidential nominee. So it does take that out of your consideration. When Just it comes go to down caucuses to it, and vote for the person that you think will do the best job as president of the United States and then get involved in local elections.
1: When it comes down to it, what we really need to be doing is really paying attention to the people that are representing us here. School boards, city councils, state legislature. These are the people that we can grab a hold of when they walk out of that office and say, what are you doing? Why did you vote that way? Those are the people that are making the laws here in Washington State that we have to abide by, and the the laws right now, like 5599, that are putting our children and generations of children at risk.
0: Well, or the generations that won't be born because no one will be able to have a children. You know that that's another issue. But obviously, these are all things that we need to be involved with. We get the government we deserve collectively as a people if we don't step up and do something then we can't expect that our government will step up and do something when it comes to peace in the streets when it comes to law and order when it comes to keeping our children safe when it comes to providing education for our children that's not just uh, weird propaganda so again get involved go to the caucuses this and Saturday. Last, best
1: effort if you want to see tim he'll be at caucuses show up give him a high five
0: yeah, I will be. I won't be at all of them. I'm going to be at the one that's for my neighborhood. So find out where that precinct is that you're living in. Find that precinct number. Go to Cox's All that being said, we'll be with you folks again tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Right Spokane Perspective. We are sponsored by Right Spokane Perspective LLC and made possible by advertisers you hear and contributions from listeners like you.